mention about Jack's injury, your thoughts, what were you like when you got the call and broke his scaffold? Yeah, I was off my head. I had a really awkward day Tuesday because I found out he'd hurt his wrist on the Monday after Adelaide prelim. I thought it was a player who plays every week. Yeah, I don't think he's missed a training session since I've been coach. And I thought of all weeks, this bloke's... And the skateboard's an injury. Generally, you're done. But it's six or up to 12 weeks. So, yeah, it didn't come back great. But our doctor had assessed it that it was a, a better recovery rate with the area he'd actually cracked it. And he had an attitude of wanting to be able to test it. He he went to physio and was able to catch two kilo medicine balls last Wednesday. And once I heard that, I thought he just plays. He yeah, got good strapping. He did the full session Thursday night. And then played unbelievably well. Um, so I remember Jack Hayes' story last year about what happened, and a lot of people don't know the background, and it's not for us to go and share it <laughs> until now. And it's a, one of the great grand final stories of what he did for our footy club. Uh, you said Rokar and Seymour normally would miss longer than that. Too. Yeah, well, most people are aware that Rokar had a significant injury against Glenelg, and he the was ankle. the ankle. He, we were considering surgery, and he made a decision. We had him booked in on the Friday before the last round. On Thursday night, he said, "No, I'm not. I want to back it in conservative management." So there was a lot of work done by our doctor, physio, and our high performance team, and how his training was and going to look both for that week in the first final, but for the whole series. And he's played on a major duress, and he's a tough, tough man. But he's performed at a high level, and uh, and Seymour's ankle was significant as well. Week one of the finals, and was able to get up and play and perform, and that's what it. Well, what Roke has done, he's shown other people you can play under sufferance and uh, we do ask a lot of them but we're here today because of some of the efforts of those guys. Lane in modern terms, Sinusmosis? Sinusmosis, both Sinus and Nunnies with Sinus, Mitch Wilkins was a different version of Sinus, Tom, Tom Donnelly's had tweaks of Sinus all year, so different levels but yeah, none, none, Seymour or Roker are all significant ones, none was different, he had to do the time he did because there's three parts of Sinus and he did the major one and the other two did major parts, two of the three. What does this mean to you, mate, of you and you and you to Adelaide, obviously, this whole ceremony? What does it mean to you and the playing group? It's one of the highlights of my life, Andrew, and I said to the players after the game, the way, way you're feeling now, the best part of this premiership hasn't, hasn't hit you yet. When you start doing ceremonial processes, we don't see our supporters here to look up and see that. I'm not overwhelmed by it, I just can't, the, 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 I can't explain it, how it actually means, and I've been senior footy for 27 years and haven't been able to be a premiership um, player or coach, so it's incredible. And the way that the SNFL and West End, in this particular case, uh, support this competition and give us the opportunity is um, it's absolutely outstanding. So um, you mentioned on stage the West End Brickworks chimney. Uh, how much did you know about the history of it before leading in? I was aware of how it worked with the premiership team coming down and having the colours around the chimney. I didn't understand how the whole day function and how we get celebrated. I didn't realise our supporters would come down here, so uh, that's why it means a lot. When you see our supporters at the parade Sunday night, uh, yesterday was probably more about the group, and then today's about really enjoying what we've achieved and seeing our supporters come down and really, on a Tuesday morning, be part of it. It's absolutely terrific. It's brilliant that um, they sit up there for the 12 months yeah. and Nord fans can drive past it and yeah, reminisce. Well, Matty Nunn told me he works just down the road, so he's going to be driving past it every day for 12 months, he reckons. And, uh, and that's the thing, these guys who are young and they don't understand this, this significant what they've achieved and it doesn't come around often and how do you embrace it and, and, and really take on everything that comes with it, it's important. And obviously uh, North Adelaide are up there as well and the history behind that was originally uh, Foss Williams said that West Adelaide put up such a brave battle in that initial grand final that they deserve to have some recognition up there. It's certainly the case this year with North Adelaide too, isn't it? Sure, everyone keeps telling me it's one of the great grand finals in SANFL history and it takes two, two combatants to deliver on that and 
it's, it's obviously heartbreak for North Adelaide with being up and then they're not going their way. But to have Andrew Suter down here today and Craig Burton represent their club with such dignity and Jacob the way he did was towards me on Sunday, it shows the quality club that North Adelaide are. And we've had really good battles with them all year this year, so it was uh, befitting that we had a great battle in the grand final. And just cements your place and your growing love for South Australia. Twig. I sure does, Zach. I was so lucky. I keep saying you guys, the South Australians, don't realise how good this comp is. And I know you guys love it, you too, but just how big it is and what it means to people, how lucky we are to, to be contributors to it. Like, this is huge. And to see that crowd and the reaction and see our boys go around the Adelaide Oval in the lap of honour and just all the things that come, the spoils that come of being a premiership team, it's just so enjoyable to watch and be part of. And in terms of. The second family yesterday was coming to Adelaide, obviously spread out all over the country. Which members are going to come? Uh, so my partner Sally and my two youngest children, Macy, who's she's seven, and Ed, who's six. So it's been really challenging not be part of their day-to-day -day life as very young children and being away from Sally is hard because we're best friends. So uh, and my stepdaughter hopefully will move over as well. She's um, just finished in year twelve. That's why they've stayed down there for this long. And yeah, we're looking to build a life in Adelaide. How tough is that? Obviously, I know she's been through the same thing. Great hand as well. Yep. How tough is that when you've got such responsibility to the footy club? Obviously done it remarkably well. The only way I can do this job is if it's fully supported and embraced and there's trade-offs I get to do something I love but I miss out on family and I've got two daughters in Melbourne that I don't see very often and uh, yeah I believe that it's it's made us as a family like uh, we made the choice I didn't want anyone's sympathy I appreciated people understanding but we made this choice as a family so I'd take all the challenges and the stresses and this was probably the hardest bit it's been it was seven weeks on the weekend I haven't seen them previous time and I knew it was going to be the hardest stint um, but to have my family here, Tassie family, my parents, my sister and her too, my brother came over, he's too, he had, he's got a fair bit going on with list management at the moment, uh, yeah a couple of mates came over so we had a good 20 odd came over and yeah, just to achieve it and be, have a day with them yesterday was very meaningful. In terms of the playing group looking ahead for next year, obviously NOS has committed to go round again, which is awesome news, but you don't appear to have too many retirements or... Yeah. No, uh, there's, there's one or two that I think will probably end up their time, just having a long time at SNFL and not being regular senior players. Um, yeah, the AFL might steal one, little fella up forward might be there. I'd heard, I still think should be an AFL player, whether they think that... Uh, yeah, not Noss and Wilkins are the two that I'm really keen to make sure they're part of it next year. And uh, there's one other situation, one player that looks like he might not be with us this year. I'll explain that another time. But by and large, this was set up. The management of this list was set up for a group to come through together. As you, we had a lot of players under 50 games a week. I think it was 15 that played under, have played under 50 SNFL games. And so that group now is a chance to try and come through together for a period of time. And so Harry Boyd and uh, Jack Hurd, as you touched on, staggering that it seems at this point there hasn't been a whole lot of AFL interest. Yeah, and we know what quality of players they are, and the senior coach is always the wrong one to ask when it comes to AFL, because you, you fall in love with your players, but um, yeah, they know what they're looking for, and uh, the best of them always, the cream rises at the top. If they're meant to be AFL, they'll get there. If they're not, that's their fate, but let's hope they get the opportunity.